This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. The Heffron and Reap Show. Live from your headphones. It's Heffron and Reap. <laughs> wow, you did a great job, buddy. Huh. Hey, listen. Um, before John Heffron passes out, I got to say. I got to turn the sound so I can hear you. Thanks for listening to another awesome, amazing episode of Heffron and Reap. We are without one Alan Jackson tonight. So it's just me and John Heffern running the show. And congratulations, John, at the top of the show. You hit all the right buttons. I think it went pretty smooth so far, right out the gate. I'm giving you a 9 out of 10. I would like to thank everybody back in uh, 1995 who I worked with at uh, Q95.5 here in Detroit, listening to great radio DJs like Nick Curtin, Kevin O'Neill, Ken Kelvert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, watching those guys hit buttons. Yeah, Steve well, Cochran. It paid, off. it paid off just now. Andy Bonaduce, just everybody I used to work with in radio. Some a radio guy. I just like pretending. It just sounds cool, like eighties, eighties, uh, radio. And you sound a little quiet, John. Different than our meaningful conversations we had. How, how do I sound now? I don't know. It got weird. I'm going to be honest with you. And because we're flying solo without our producer, I don't know how to fix it. So maybe you go headphones and, and enunciate. It, it got weird, though. Just not now. weird. Like you're being weird. I, I hope you, you know, I just want you to feel like you're in a safe zone that I can give feedback. It's not criticism. Uh, this isn't, a, a, you know, a, a, an attack on you or just me. We, we know usually. Uh, 99% of the time when there's an audio or a problem, I've blamed you. Yeah. And it was actually me. How do how does this sound now that I've put in my earphones? It sounds better. Okay, cool. And it's not, and again, it's for the people who are listening on the podcast. It's more for them than the Facebook people. Yeah. Because your your Facebook, you list it's gonna sound however it is. Got it. Right? Well, I'm cool with this. If you're cool, sounds okay. I got the uh earphones in with the earpiece. Uh, you look great with your uh, members-only jacket. I got the. By the way, look what I found on this. Uh, those of you, we, I, I re-listened to one of our podcasts, John, and I know we're very visual, so I'm trying to this show. I'm going to overcompensate for being visual mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the people who are listening on the podcast. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so, well, we're already getting feedback from uh, our um, the people who are watching us live on Facebook. Yeah. They're saying that I already sound better with this in. So this is good. So it's a good note. Sometimes in life you have to make an adjustment and think. But guess what I have on here still that I just realized. How how do you not know that that's still on there? Look at that. So Listen. John John Hefford is showing me there's two. Look at it's not. This isn't some bunk members only jacket. There's a tag. I have a. I can tell you the price of this members only jacket. Why is it still on there? Are you are you planning on returning it? I've never taken it off. Ever. Why? How wait, how long? However long I've owned a members only jacket. Oh, this so you're not saying you just bought this. 
You've had this jacket I've, for a long time. I've had this jacket forever, and I think I like the color with the color scheme and the new beard I got going. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a good look. The beard, I'm telling you, is it itchy? Is it itchy right now? Oh, no, dude. Somebody told me about some beard cream or whatever, so I, I lubed it up with just, <laughs> just moisturizer. And then I did get rid of, so it was going over here. Here's yeah. what I think. If you have a beard, right, and you let the beard get over your cheekbones, yep, you you start to look just like uh, it's less creepy if you do this. However, I noticed uh, this if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, I just got rid of my cheekbone hair. Um, the older you get, the hair starts to go over your cheekbones, and eventually you start shaving directly yeah. underneath your eye. That's something you do when you get older. I don't know how guys go lower, do that low. I don't know what's a good look. No, 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 no. Like I was watching um, uh, what I start last night. Um, Is I've been in bed watching a lot of uh, TV. I know that's probably not healthy, but I've, I'm going through one of those phases. And I, I, so I loved Sons of Anarchy. So I start watching Mayans. Oh, yeah. The sequel. I've ne never seen it. It was out a couple years ago. But the main guy in that, of course, he's a really beautiful human being. He's got this cool thing where it's it's dark above your nose and kind of dark where your goatee would be. Mm -hmm. But then the side part is is really thin. It doesn't go that high up. How do you know which one? Like, I, I don't get how you figure out what looks best. On, you know what I mean? Right. I think it's personal taste. Some people like the thin sort of pencil pencil thin sort of uh hair jawline chin strap looking beard i don't like those kind um may, now john this is going to be a personal thing and, I, and you don't have to do it but i would like to see where your beard ends does it come down all the way to the bottom of your neck or how far are you letting it go down your neck okay that's good that's well good. only because it's okay so how do i John Heffern is attempting to show me his hairline, his beard hairline. Does it go, does it end at the jaw by the way, all the way to the neck? Okay, so. Oh, oh yeah. Like. Now look up. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so I have some suggestions. Right now, you're still in the grow phase, I believe. You're growing it all out. All, the only maintenance you've done is on the cheeks, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. At some point, you're going to need to do the neck maintenance because if I let this go, well, I'm, all... I'm, gonna, I'm new to this, John. I don't know how to get to you as the main guy. You know what I mean? Oh, right. right I'm not, right. I, I can't. So sh show that again. Let me hold on. What happens here? Nope. So that's, that's not what I want to happen. Hold on, John, please. We're, Stand by. No, nope, John. Switchers. John, hold on. Yeah, buddy. I, I'm not being rude. I know the last episode, I was a mic hog. I don't know how to make your. <laughs> it's fine. This is a, your, we're yeah. trying to be more um, descriptive with our words anyway for audio people. Okay. So look, well, my beard uh, doesn't go all the way to the bottom of my neck. I let it go a little bit past my chin and give it another inch down. And then all this stuff below here, I have to shave this. So I shave this, trim this. Okay. You could do the same. You just got to come up a little bit from so the like, bottom. So, right. 
Right. Right. right. My double chin starts. That's exactly why you have a beard is to cover the double chin. Yes. Yes. But you look, it looks good. Now I've seen people who just let it go and you know, it looks bushy and kind of crazy. Yours looks good without any, any neck maintenance at all. All you got to do is come up a little bit. Boom. Well, I usually, I have a, I always like growing a beard just because this might be the longest it's, it's ever been. But then you always have a show, right? And I feel dumb performing like this. So I would let it grow over the Christmas because you never really performed on Christmas. But then you'd have to, you know, I'd have to shave it. But due to COVID and everything, all my shows uh, this month were canceled. Yeah. I'm also okay with that, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm okay. Um, but New Year's Eve when I'm in Raleigh, um, that'll be the first time. Do I let it go three more weeks? Like what happens? Uh, well, let me say this, John. Somebody texted me though, not texted me. And somebody always has, people always have an opinion. They say I cover up my, my dimples when I do this. Oh, you know, the dimples are one of the reasons why people are friends with mine and you know why i've had success in all my life i used to have two dimples pride of bell's palsy then i lost one um hmm. but you know well i wasn't thinking about the dimples. dimples i wasn't thinking about the dimples that's correct you do have great dimples girls love the dimples guys don't care about the dimples so if your audience is 50 50 guy girl just know 50 percent aren't going to care about the dimples but they do. I think guys are going to like you better with the beard. I bet dudes will subconsciously think you're cooler now because of you have you have the beard, and it does look good on you. And it's a perfect mix of salt and pepper. Like it's, um, it's not too crazy. One color, you know, randomly. It looks good. Yeah, little. My mom had red hair, so there's a little homage to her. Um, by the way, dude, I'm going to redo something, John, if I could. Do you, right. you mind? Can we be all over the place to show? I have a lot to talk about. I'm in a great mood. I'm in my new digs. Everyone knows I, I bought a trailer just for this podcast. I have it heated. It's 70 degrees in this thing. It's 35 outside. But every time I play one of those bumpers, um, John, mm-hmm. I think my old Q95 days, I'm going to replay them right here because see this guy right here? How do I show this? Sorry, Sorry everybody. We don't have a producer today. Right. So t- I'm gonna, okay, n- now we're gonna play this. See this Tom Schmidt uh, right here? That's the guy that, that I said looks like my friend Michael Hauser, aka Booger. Now th- this was a different guy, I believe. Okay. He hired me at Q95 Radio when I was in Detroit. So my little lineage is I moved to Los Angeles. I was in LA for four months, maybe mm-hmm. three months, just got an apartment. I got a call from a, a Detroit radio station, not a DJ, not a, any, I don't do radio. And he asked if, if I'd be interested in coming to Detroit to be part of this new morning show that they were going to do um, with, uh, I, I didn't even know who it was. He just wanted a local guy. Right. So I literally, all my stuff was just moved to Los Angeles. And then I come back to Detroit, leave every, literally leave my apartment fully furnished mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Wow. I have had a roommate. I told my one roommate, Hey, I'll just keep paying rent and I'll kind of come back and forth. Cause I didn't want to leave that roommate, by the way, ended up subleasing my room without me knowing. And then I showed up one weekend and it was a totally different guy's bedroom. 
There's a hole. That, that's all. Wow. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our radio station at the time played a lot, and I won't play any of the music because I know we got busted from YouTube for playing our our music. Yeah. From last week. Yeah, you want you want to hear a little bit of that? Just, uh, so some of the songs were okay, some were not. Um, Alan went back and made an edit. So now, if you watch the last episode on YouTube, he cut out those songs. We got flagged on certain songs uh, and muted on Facebook. Facebook, I think, is more strict than YouTube. But go ahead. Um. So what was I saying? Um. So there's certain songs that I would love to play for you guys, like to to make you really feel that. But I I literally can't. That's that, that's what that's what sucks about this. Yeah. I wish I could play music now because people like the thing. But there's certain songs that remind me of um, doing radio in Detroit. Like I get stressed out when I hear them, <laughs> and you shouldn't, right? Because right, because it reminds you of those. High stress times. It was new in your life. It was exciting. It was scary. It's stressful. It was brand new. It's an- and I live 40 minutes from where the radio station was. I lived in this place called Clarkston, Michigan. Uh, and the studio, I believe, was in Southfield, Michigan. I know it doesn't mean anything to anybody, but it, the, the Michigan people know that drive. Okay. And that drive in the winter sucks because it could be a, it could be a pretty difficult gauntlet especially when I woke up at three 30 in the morning to make it to work on time. Right. Right. So I would, so the midnight guy, whoever who worked midnights to five or six or whatever the math was, I think he pre-recorded his breaks to cheat. Like this was back when stuff wasn't voice act. Like now everyone just records on the computer and the computer kind of plays it. But right. back then you had to really be there. You had to be away. So yeah. this, so, but this guy used to cheat and they used to be on these reels. Like I'm, I sound like a guy who's a hundred years old right now, but you know, like those film, like those film reels, that's what he would record the show on. Oh, so almost like the, the things that are in a cassette tape would be on this reel to reel machine. Wow. Right. So he would play these six songs in a row. I'm making this story longer than it needs to be. It's not even that great of a story, uh, but I would hear, uh, Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby. Mm-hmm. I hear that song. I start my heart. I, I think I'm late for something. Every time <laughs> I hear that song. Really? Um, and I wish if we had a thing, I would. I think that there's an old uh, radio commercial or YouTube video from them, but I, I, I'm not going to play it. But anyway. So every time I play this type of stuff, Tom, if you're still listening, I think about you all the time. Because when I first got back to Detroit, he picked me up, never met the guy. And we were driving to the station and he 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 turns up the radio station. And I heard the, the sweepers and the bumpers and all the. <laughs> and I was so excited because I was one, I was about to make more money than I've ever made ever. Right. I was about to. Right, get free Red Wing. T- I was, I, I didn't know. So when I play this, lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet, the Heffron and Reap Show. This, lock it in and rip, is the center <laughs> of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh yeah, you guys are the best. Heffron and Reap. <laughs> 
love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Hey, everybody. Yeah. It's 715, 15 after 7. It's going to be about 63 degrees tonight. Don't forget to fax us on the Q fax line to win your cruise for women only. This year's artist is going to be Dishwalla. <laughs> Cootie and the Blowfish. And we have a special guest. We'll announce at 7.15. Carol Smith. You're the Q caller of the day. You have 15 minutes to give us a call. Get free passes to see Sarah McGaughlin at Jolo Serena. <laughs> Up next, here's Hanson. So anyway. Wow. Dishwalla. <laughs> it was uh it was like yeah it was dishwalla it was uh yeah uh, uh oh ryan nemick shows up sick on my radio guys ryan uh the guy who showed up so we're going down memory lane hopefully ryan i i can't tell if you just heard that how was i ryan nemick we also called him doughboy uh from 20 years ago was our board op so he was the guy who would punch um wow punch buttons and Wow, that was uh, yeah. Facts from the way back machine. Yeah, uh, says Shane Flint. Um, someone said left this comment that I thought was interesting, just about your your trailer, John. Sean Kelly, Sean with a U Kelly. He's a Patreon supporter. By the way, we are listener supported. We're on Patreon. Um, if you go to heffernandreap dot com, click on support or Patreon. One of those words. And you can uh, be you can be a supporter of the Heffern and Reap show. But he said, uh, John Heffern left the ultimate man zone, the barn. He needs a less feminine sign behind him. I don't know what he means. That's a chalkboard. I don't know how that's feminine. Let's, let's take a look. Okay. Let's talk about this one. Uh, who said that, uh, John? Sean with a U, Kelly. Sean Kelly. So here's the deal with the barn, Sean Kelly. It's a 10,000 square foot barn with no heat. Um, this was more of survival uh, mode. Uh, this sign is a chalkboard that is, if you text John to the number nine or two and oh, that's a thing. Right. Um, we could get, uh, hold on, like, I'm gonna get old Cindy Crawford posters and put them back there, like a fair faucet one. Well, I wonder if he means. Did you write that with chalk? Is that your handwriting, John? It's not my handwriting. No. Okay. So no. who who was it a female who wrote that? Yes. Well, I think it's the greatest handwriting in the history of the world. That, that I thank you. That's I think I think that Sean with the U Kelly is subliminally seeing the way that it's written out, text John to 90210, that it looks like a is female's handwriting. So he's probably thinking it's feminine just because of the way it, how great the handwriting is. But if you've ever seen, uh, oh, he said it has a flower on it. It's a bow. It's Christmas. <laughs> Why are you such a <laughs> right? Come on, man, Sean, take it easy. Sean, I have a uh, hold on. Where, where'd you go? Um, sorry, John, I can't enlarge you because it's a thing. Um, these are all Michigan stickers. Uh, I'm showing you with my cursor, like I, I'm showing you here and then look at that i mean i took john do you notice i took the sheet off of the couch behind me oh yes yes Remember? people people were giving you hell because it looked like ohio state colors and you're a michigan guy and uh the rest of the country had no clue 
about that at all. But it looks cool. I think you have it's a leather looking sofa, so that looks cool. Leather's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, if I was to move the camera in, and I'm not going to explain this reference, but it looks very fake agency. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, someone also said that that chalkboard looks like it should say live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, it should be respect to live. Like, yeah, but I bought it at, at, um, what's the, not the other, not hobby one, but whatever. I'm like, yeah, one of those places. I got you. I think you guys have a problem with the bow on it. Or the, I, I, I think it's, I hand- think it's the handwriting's too good and the bow. And it, you know, look, John, I don't even notice these things. We have super fans who like pick up on the slightest little nuances, um, which I think is is awesome. So, yeah, the leather couch does help. It look, makes it look more manly. But let's not forget, he's in a camper. What's more manly than that? All right, right. he's in a camper. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, John, let's camper. tell let's tell everybody else what what's going on. We have um, tons to talk about. But I think we might have special guests joining us if we can figure it out, right? Uh, we have a bunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Thank you for noticing that because I forget I'm the guy that's right. supposed to be doing all this. So if we have a special guest, it, do you want to go to one or are we, are we talking? I don't even know what, what special guest you have on. Or I don't, I don't do you know. Because like if he's on, you're going to have to see if there's some. Well, I remember I've got my camera set up in my room. We have a lot. I, yeah. You because I'm doing this for the first time, Heffern and Rape, from my house and not the studio where Alan Jackson has his own studio here in Hickory. I'm at my house in Hickory. And so if we wanted to show, I could show you guys my room and my uh, things in my room. I have a camera set up in my room. But also, we might have Reno Collier uh, in the mm-hmm. bullpen as well. Very funny comedian who's in Nashville and is at the comedy club Zanies and may or may not give us access to okay, other so, okay uh break it so here okay here's what we're gonna do shane i know you're listening and i just saw you there hold on one second because we have reno for so i apologize shane uh tell me you're stressing me out i just it's not what it, my pay grade hold on let me do this hold on okay ready john reap hold on you know we're coming uh All right. And boom, coming uh, live. Hey, uh, look, there's John Chris. Uh, we at the club, bro. There's Dusty. I was supposed to be on first, and then John I'm Chris sorry, there's Dusty. <laughs> there's, you're in the green room at Zany's, look. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. You okay, never so know who you'll see at Zany's. Okay, so, so we're, we're at Zany's Nashville. And yeah. I have a story about that. We caught, we talked to Reno. He was doing sets because apparently comedians are still, still performing at clubs. I guess, John, if you're part of that group, I guess if you're part of that cool, whatever group that's Did still. Did you say rural? Yeah, no. rural. I say rural. rural. Um, say, say rural again. Rule. Rule. Okay. Are, if you're from that R-U-L-E group. Yeah. This, <laughs> will you, is, is Dusty still there? Yes. Can I? Can we put the Dusty for for two seconds? Yeah, Dusty. So here, I'm still. I still feel guilty about something that happened four yeah. months ago, and I don't know if you're mad at me, but it was a legit. No, he's no, very. He's told me about it. So what so, happened? 
So right when the pandemic started, Russ, uh, uh, Russ was doing. I'll speech. add that to the list. Yeah, sorry. Russ <laughs> team rule. I'm still thinking about rule. So he was doing these Instagram live things. He said, "Hey, could could you come live?" And I said, "Sure." And then I set my alarm, and it was right when I was buying my Diva Light and da 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 da. And I logged in early just to kind of see what the other comics were doing. This was five months ago, right when the world right. was blowing up. And he he's talking and he he's talking to uh, everyone listening. And he goes, "Okay, well, uh, well, John decided to pop in at the very end." And I'm like, "That's weird. What, what's he talking about? I'm literally an hour. I'm an hour early. Oh, what time zone? And I messed up on the time zone. And then I felt he was. I would never let you down, but I felt you were legit mad at me. And I, I about forty felt- people on. That was the only mis- the only person that stood me up. John Heffron. <laughs> I feel guilty about that. Still. Hey, uh, Dusty, I was, I, I did, I did your Instagram show. Yeah, you were right on time. It was really great. Oh, yeah. Heffron, Heffron didn't do it because he's not rural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, yeah. Randy, the new show is still, even with the pandemic, is, does Zany still have the candy set up that they normally have? Or is Dusty? Yes. Here. That, that nobody's making money, so they can't give candy out to anybody. Oh yeah, they still have candy. That's but the, this you, is the but, best but, club but, in the country. This is the best club in the country, and the candies they're individually wrapped. It's not like free, uh, like Skittles. So you just grab it with your hands. It's wrapped. It's safe. It's hygienic. Everything's yeah. fine. And, and Tennessee right. and Florida doesn't care about COVID. No, it's 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 fine. Um, have you have you performed yet? Uh, yeah, I just got done. How to go? It was fun, man. I told about told, it's all new material on Monday nights here, so it's like you just go up and riff it. It is. It feels like guys. Remember how the improv in LA used to feel fifteen years ago? Right. It was fun and vibrant, and it was exciting, and there were a bunch of funny. Pe- it feels like that, except it's in Nashville. So Monday okay. nights is all. So like John, I mean, there, there's all kinds of Theo Vaughn comes in, Josh Wolf, guys that have moved here. Nate Bargat. I mean, there's a whole bunch. Look, dude, there's a whole bunch of people. Hey, everybody. I know them to be mine. I missed it. There's, there's a bunch of people and then a few where you go, should you be in the green room? But yeah, we get it. Um, so, uh, Reno, so real quick. Uh, yeah, you haven't, so you're not going on stage. So we have like a moment, right? Yeah, yeah. I already got done. Okay. So last time I saw, I've been growing this. I've, I've been doing this, um, this beard thing. I like what you're doing with the, the chunks on the side where you're letting that get. No, no. He's, you do a he's, low. he's letting the goatee part get thicker around the, the chin and he's trimming up the sides is That's what he's right. doing. Yeah. What we should do is we should do a tour. It's just guys with beards. No one's ever thought about this. It's just <laughs> it's beards and comedy. And oh, wait, no. Sorry. No. Well, look, it's yeah, I think be- beards means something else that I'm not. Um, but <laughs> it did. Did John leave? John, you know he's right here. I mean, here, talk to him. Say hey. Yo, I've opened for both of y'all, dude. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I know. And your beard looks great. Show your beard to the side. It's a thing. His is side. put together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's coming in, dude. It's coming in. By the way, you know this, uh, John, because you get eight billion billion views on your videos. But your videos on I'm a guest on this podcast. Uh, I'm not bragging. Um, 
okay, I was on TV in 2004. John was on TV in 2006. We have 41 viewers. That's, that's <laughs> we hey, um, but your videos are beyond hilarious. Dude. Thank you, my good man. That yeah, literally every time I see him, I'm excited and happy. Well, I also want to also want to say congratulations to John as well because um, we worked together many years ago in Atlanta. Um, super nice guy, super funny guy, and I couldn't be more happy for your success. I see your videos blowing up all the time on on uh, social media, and I and I and I do one of these every time. So I mean, congrats, hey. buddy. And I should say in all sincerity, that doesn't mean a lot when it comes from other comedians, you know what I'm saying? Because other comedians, but I did, I did, John, I do remember I was the feature and you like made me give you a ride back to the condo. And I don't know if you ever paid me for that. So which, which John are you talking about? John Reed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, how much is that Uber going to cost me now? Well, I see. I didn't even live there. And I was like, Hey, I knew you were clean. I was like, I'll fly across the country and open for him. And, What's her name at the punchline was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I was, she's like, I guess I had a car and then I had to like take you places. And I was like, this is not in my budget, but you know, <laughs> wait, you took me to more than one place. <laughs> Probably. I think I was hosting. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's time I tell you, John, we were at, at probably comedy works. I would imagine yeah, comedy work a couple of times. I didn't, you didn't have that beard though. Eh, it's a thing. This is uh, this is the new John. This is the new who hasn't been on stage in six months, John. Hey, you know, you know your bit about the uh, uh, the walkie-talkie with the seatbelt still lives on, dude. Right. <laughs> and my favorite video of yours is this. I was thinking about this. It's I I don't go to church, so I don't know. It's, it's okay. I'm not your pastor. No. <laughs> it, it it was too. It was like you and somebody, and you were obviously. The, the church people who were just asking for money ju- oh, yeah. just to use and so they were blessing like the jet ski rental guy and oh, then yeah. they cash to, yeah. to bless or, yeah. or, or or the, the masseuse and I then they I wanted needed, I needed 10 service. grand a month to be like a missionary to the scuba instructors in a room yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 have you been on tonight John no, I'm about to go on. I, okay. I was trying to get in my uh, trying to get in the zone, but no, keep going with your podcast stories. Oh, uh, real quick, what <laughs> what's what topic are you doing? What are you talking kidding. about? Y'all be good. All right, wait. Hey, so did you just? Hey, you guys doing anything about? There's no toilet paper. Has anyone brought that up yet? <laughs> so you just were you just like looking for a guest for the podcast, and you saw Reno, and you're like, let's not do John Chris. Let's not not yet. Is that what happened? Or I well, I was, no, no, no. Wait, let me, John Heffer, let me, okay. let me come in here. Uh, I, I've been trying to get Reno to talk to me uh, today. We, we, we may or may not have a gig in Walhalla that we have to discuss. Come on, man. Oh, that's what this is about. Yeah. And then so he goes, well, I'm going to be at Zany's tonight. I said, even better because there'll be other comedians there. It'll yeah. be the best podcast we've ever done. This is he told great. me he's like John Reap is gonna be there. I was like, good, he owes me money, so I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be good, man. Y'all be good. All right, John. Factor in. Um this might be the most comics we've ever had. Literally the most to the Monday nights here are crazy. I mean, they're they're packed. Everybody's social distance, the club is very clean, everything is wonderful. Yeah, you got it, Lizzie. Uh, everything is everything is very safe. As a matter of fact, I mean, you know, Reno. Good. Yeah. I feel like I feel like what? if if, if uh, oh there we go. What is that more? Oh. 
You remember Mark Ryan? Yes. What's up, Mark? Oh, what's up? I mean, what's up? Dude, you shaved your beard. Mark, you look totally different. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Wow. I haven't seen a clean shaven Mark Ryan in a long time, buddy. You look good. I'm hanging out with this guy. Hey. Right. Here, let's go in here. So a uh, couple things about that green room. If you make yeah. it about myself when there's seven other comics, John, you know, that's the rep I have. Uh, that green room is where we shot the Brad Paisley thing that's still on for some right. reason. Right. Um, and that room is where I auditioned for Last Comic Standing. My very first, I was in that room where I signed the paperwork. I, that was where I auditioned for it in that green room. Can you give us a tour of the green room? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is the, uh, well, this is the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I came in here because it was quiet. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Turn around. Here, here's here's what I think is a little. I, I don't want to say racist, but turn around. Okay. Go back into the bathroom. Okay. Here's the one thing I don't understand about the club. Go back into the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. Okay. Turn. There's a, there's a cupboard that is or shelving right behind the sink. That's okay. full of candy. Open it now. Can you show us there? There. It'll say towels. Do you see the label? It'll say towels. Kind of look. I don't. Yes. Okay, what does it say? Go back down. Read the label. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? But it's not, it doesn't mean it like that. Right, but they should change it. It's enough for me to, to know what closet you're in. And that's that's to be I, I have I have been inside of that bathroom I don't know how many times. John, I've never made it down that far. I didn't even uh, know there was anything behind the shower curtain. Oh right. Oh, there, what's behind there? There's fish. There's candy. That's where the candy stash is. Oh, very nice. So no one takes shower showers. Shower in there. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, Reno, have you heard anything about our, our gig in Walhalla? I just got off stage, and I'm afraid to check my text. If anything, <laughs> they're going to move it if it's not the 18th. Hopefully, it's going to be the 18th. But you know, with COVID, it's out of our control. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're going to get there though. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if, if it's not the 18th, it'll be uh, probably March, maybe. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Good deal. Uh, well, uh, John Heffern, the conversation you guys could be having with each other. Um, <laughs> hey, it, how many? Uh, what? What's? Uh, me, John. Right before this, we were talking. I'm like, dude, let's get an apartment. I'm in Nashville. I literally said that three. I go, yeah. let's get a one bedroom apartment. We don't need to be roommates. We'll never be there together. But there's such a comedy scene in that. There's no comedy scenes anymore. Plus, Dude, you should, I'll help you find one. In Detroit. You'll build this one. You're, I will you're, build you. You're uh, right, I will. I'll uh, be the best tiny house you could imagine. But I can make it I can make it there by train in five hours. Reap's only four and a half hours. Right. Uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't be in Nashville right now rolling with all you guys. Or you could just sure. come stay at my house. Here. Yeah. If you want to look around and you guys want to come, John, I know you're going to be at Zany's uh, for New Year's, and I'll see you. But Heffron, dude, if you ever want to come down here, call me and just you can stay at my house and we'll find a place. I got to get. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to try to talk John into, into getting a youth hostel lease so we can be around other. Comments. Wait, John Heffron, time out. You have a camper. Why don't you just hook it up to a truck and drive there, and you can stay in your own damn camper, Reno? He's he's. He's broadcasting right now from a camper that he bought just so he could podcast. Um, but he's afraid to drive it, I think. Like it's, an airstream? It's uh 
It's not a fifth wheel. It's too small. It's called a travel trailer, but it's 32 feet. It feels oh, like it's great, cool. dude. It's got it's got a billion bedrooms and yeah, it's a whole thing. Heck yeah. Uh, um, what are the shows like there? Are there people in the audience? Yeah, I can't take the you have to have a mask on to go and I don't want to go out in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Choice, yeah. But it's probably I mean everybody's social distance, but it's it's got a, there's a bunch of people. And you're there every Monday night? Yeah, every Monday night is new material night. So guys come in. Dude, I'm telling you, it feels like L.A. used to when it was fun before wow. everybody got so – I don't know what the hell happened to them. They're How do people – when it's new material, and I kind of know this, but I'm just saying it for the, the things. Um, like, do you know if somebody's – you're like, dude, that bit sounds way too polished for it to be new. Yeah, yeah, and and but but what I think what what people do is like I'll I'll if I have to because it's like ten minutes, and if I have like two minutes, I'll close with something I know that's gonna work. Right. I mean, I'm not I'm not just trying to sacrifice myself, but like the first six of the eight minutes was all brand new. Oh, see, that's that's how you do it, John. Yeah, you gotta just end with something that you know is gonna work. So it's so it's not horrible for the audience. Because if it was everybody doing all new material, I mean, that's scary. Especially if you're just doing it 10 minutes alone by itself without knowing that you can do some old stuff in the beginning or at the end. Well, yeah, you don't have to, but I mean it's a, it's a workout room. Yeah, everybody knows it's new material. So they're laughing kind of you know, comics, we want each other to bomb anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's the funniest, that's the best part of the show is Dusty was just saying, he's like, there's nothing I like better than seeing a comedian I know is really funny. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is. To us, that's a great it's so It's so humbling. And it's like, yeah. oh, finally, the mighty has fallen off their little pedestal. It feels good. Yeah. yeah. And are, are things shut down? Like, I'm in Michigan and you can't even restaurants aren't serving during the day. There's at night. You can't, you can't do anything. Is Nashville the same? Like, can you guys all go out to a bar after this? Not that you would, or. Yeah. I mean, you can go, uh, I think they close though at like 10. I mean, it's, you know, it's hit or miss. You know, like you can go into like a cigar bar, but you have to be separated, um, by quite a bit. And obviously you can't wear a mask while you're smoking a cigar. So it's kind of, it's, cool. it feels different, you know? Right. Another random question since he's in Nashville. I saw that Nashville Zanies, uh, which mm-hmm. one of my best friends, Dorfman, Brian Dorfman. Who no, the greatest guy ever. Um, they painted a mural on the side. Yeah. And so are, are they, do you, do you know what comics are on there? Are most of them passed or not? No, probably half. Panette. You want to look at it? Yeah, yeah, because I have a question about it. I, yeah, may, lose, I may lose my Wi-Fi. Um, let me see. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, here. Ra- I know Ralphie Mays out on there right somewhere. In, yeah, um, so it's um. Killer bees. See me? Yes. George Lopez, Nate Bargatze, Killer Bees. I think that's Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Ralphie <laughs> May. You can tell that one. Um, <laughs> James Gregory, Bert Kreischer, wow, uh, Charlie Murphy, Joe Rogan, Chelsea Handler. Okay, so I I, I have a question about that. Yeah, I, I, I have to see this, and he, he he'll he'll pop pop back up. Peter. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead, John. Okay, so I get there's there's a couple anytime Great, people do, man. do what? 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Reno's going to be Did a you thing. For uh, you're you're frozen up a little because of your Wi-Fi. If you can hear us. Yeah, it froze up. Yeah, you're froze up. Let's. Your face is froze up. You're that's, froze. A good, that's a good shot of him, though. It looks like it's a TMZ action shot, like he's coming out of something. All right, I'm going to mute him and let him be frozen, and then he'll come back. That way we don't hear it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, John, there's people on there. I don't get why there's – like, this is not me being crappy to another comedian. Well, when he said Carlos Mencia, I thought he was joking, I don't, and I don't know if he's joking or not. Okay, I don't – okay, we lost him. I don't know if he is, but – I don't know how to I don't know how to, how to say this without sounding like an ass. I have questions. There's some of the people on there that never perform at that club. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm have, have hit a theater within the area of the club, but I don't know if they've ever actually been on the stage of the club. And if not, they were only on the stage once. But so is the mural more of the the popular kids? So like a thing, or is there? It, was there a reason behind each one? And I'm okay with any answer. I get yeah. why Charlie Murphy would be up there. I, if you want to do an, a, a, a mirror to those of, who have passed, but there's some, how, how, how many, how many nights has Chelsea Handler performed at Zane's? How many and nights? I have nothing against her and I'm not being an ass and I don't, I, I shouldn't have been on the side of my, my thing. So I'm not, I'm going to get all that out of the way. How I'm many just, nights, how many nights has John Heffern and John Reed performed there? Now, why are we not on the mural? Oh, Reno, we left you. But here, here's my question. In, in, I want Reno on the damn wall. Yes. Reno, my question was, do you know what the thought behind some of the people on the mural, because some of them have probably only been on that stage once at the most. I have no idea. I know. I thought the same thing. Like, am I being an ass for thinking some of them have never walked in? I don't understand. Not, not the ones who've passed. But some right. of them, I'm like, you were at Reinman. You've never come come close to being in this building. And there's probably guys that have done 30 years. Right, so it wasn't super popular. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the case. Yes, there are guys who have. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but I'm saying, I don't know why I'm mad. Dorfman should have put uh, those wings that everybody likes to take pictures in front of on Instagram. And they stand in front of it over yeah. some of those people that are on there. Yeah. And again, I'm not mad at anybody. Re- Reno, were you jo- were you joking when you said Carlos Mencia? No, <laughs> I think that's who it is. But dude, I don't know. They're murals. It's like those things. Can you, at the fair. Fair. Can you flip it? It's not. No, the other one. Uh, the other one. That's uh, that's John Witherspoon, right? No, not the the. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Nate Bargatze. But who's on the other side? That's John and then that's Oh, it's John Witherspoon. It's not Carlos Mencia. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh. Well, they left him too khaki. <laughs> Look, he's the same color as Nate Bargatze. Right. They got to use different, uh, different uh, John colors. John Witherspoon. Of the was a, I love that dude. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I said Carlos Mencia. They're like, were you kidding when you said Carlos Mencia? I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I am I am less upset now that it's John Witherspoon and not Carlos Mencia. Okay, so yeah. maybe I was ask him if that's Chelsea Handler then. Oh, it is. <laughs> okay, it is Chelsea Handler on the other side. Well, um, yeah, I feel like at one point they were doing like, okay, Killer Bees. I get um, it. James, James Gregory, Gregory, Gregory yeah, Legend. I feel like Tim Wilson needs to be up there. Me too. He he may be on the other side. I've only seen the parking okay. lot and right here. Right, right, right. Hey, so what's 
What, wait, uh, how's your safety? How do you feel safety wise if you walk over to the other side? By the way, side I'm good, but I'll lose my Wi-Fi. I lost you guys the second I walked away from the. Oh, so, Zany's where the where the comedy club is now is super cool. Again, the building's been there for how, however long the club's been there, right? Forty yeah. years. They used to have a condo right crack across, house. literally <laughs> right across the street. Yeah, yeah the crack yeah. house. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. They just turned it into offices. So right. you, there used to be a baseball bat right by the front door well, to beat off the crackheads. Yeah. What I was gonna say is you you would stay at that house and they had a guy who lived there. Yeah, who upstairs. Would, who would walk you just you so you walk into somebody's house and you're like, I'm here for the weekend, and the, this random dude lived upstairs. And then when you walked across the street, and it's only across the street, he would escort you because the chances of something happening to you from that walk to that walk was pretty high. But now it's not. Now it's all. It, I think there's now it's a fine. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Dude, I had. I'll tell you a quick one. Um, <laughs> randomly, oh, I got another story. Years ago, um, because they didn't have a key, it was a combination, a lock, a series of numbers. Remember that kind of lock where you just typed yeah, yeah. in a code? And so what that meant was, and they didn't change the code. The code was the code. So a million people had the code, um, which included even some of the staff. And I remember, God, this was probably 15, 18 years ago. I'm hanging out in that big living room uh, right by the window, the front door, get ready to, uh, I have about 10 minutes to kill. And a girl comes walking in. Like she just walks in. And she goes, Oh, hey, uh, so you're the headliner, huh? I'm like, Yeah. She goes, You smoke, you smoke weed? I'm like, Oh, uh, uh, sometimes. And she just lights herself a bowl. And then and then she made an offer to me, like yeah. a straight up sex offer. And I was like, Holy crap. This is too good to be true. But I had a girlfriend at the time, and I couldn't take her up on the offer. And to this day, I don't know who it was, but it was someone who used to work there. And she's not there anymore. But that was yeah. crazy. Here's um, uh, here's a little fact that a waitress who used to work there, I forgot her name, uh, sang the hit song. She worked there forever. Strawberry Fields 17. No, strawberry Wine. Oh, Strawberry Fields is the be the Beatles used to work there. John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon. Yoko Ono was the original bartender. She lived yeah. in the crack house. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. 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 So that song, but uh, I don't know if it was. <laughs> was it Dusty? I literally think that guy was mad that I was an hour late, uh -huh. even though he's the nicest guy ever. So yeah. I have a story about exactly where you're standing. Um, yeah. So I think uh, if Dusty happens to walk by you, I'll ask him if he's still talking to me. So I'm standing. John is really, really worried about Dusty being upset. I can tell. I know Dusty was like before he even got on here. I didn't even mention this. And he goes, John Heffron is probably the nastiest person I've ever talked to. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, uh, that's going to stick in his head all for a, a year. It's going to be worse if it wasn't him that I was with and I thought it was somebody else. But anyway, so <laughs> and then you called him Rusty. That's because we said rule. Yeah, I had that in my so. Um, what? So we were going. What's these What? Listen, everybody. So are you making fun? Don't touch my sister. So we were. Um, you would do that room, and I'm yelling so Reno can hear me. I, f I apologize for everybody who have speakers. Um, shouting to you like we're out talking outside. 
Uh, you would perform at Nashville and Zanies. That's where he is. Those of you on the things asking, he's at uh, one of the oldest clubs and, and greatest clubs, uh, Nashville's and Zany. But you would do that show on a Wednesday, and then you would drive to Alabama. There's like a stand-up live for the weekend, right? There's in there a stand-up live by there. Hold on. No, yeah, not you know, it's, it's you, you, same you, no, no, it's stand up live in Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, so but you, you don't you normally do one or the other. Uh, yeah, well, that night we we did both, so oh, we gotcha, did a, gotcha. a one night there. So we're standing right where you are, and we're gonna drive that that night. So I, I believe it was with Dusty, and we're talking, and we're talking to the MC, and we're all saying our goodbyes, and we're about to get into Dusty's car, and this girl comes out of. Almost right over your left shoulder, there, there's a corner, uh, you know, where kind of where the cars are parked. Yeah. So she comes out of, she turns the corner, she's walking towards us, right? Super, like hot, hot for one o'clock in the morning in an alley, but still really good looking. Just yeah. a young girl walking, and she has a purse that's kind of like a, is a fanny pack. And she's walking, and she goes, just out of blue, she goes, hey, you guys want to see something? Right. And yeah. just to add to this story in front of Reno, where we can't see, there's a bar directly in front of you, right? Yeah. Across the street right there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bar. So she goes, I'm going to that bar and we all go, we're driving to whatever, you know, she's like, Oh, but let me show you something first. And she opens up her purse and in her purse was paper towel and two baby possums. I'm not kidding. Right where you're standing, there were two baby possums. And she goes, yeah, I found these. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. And then, and then she clicks she clicks the purse, and she goes, I'm walking to that bar, the bar you just showed us across the street. She goes, I'm going over there to get shots if, uh, if you want to go with us. So... That is a very unique. So we go, we're going to wherever we're going, wherever we decided, Alabama. Um, and the MC looked at us and went, should I go? Should I go to the bar? Uh, should I go over there and have shots with her? Because she was really good looking. Yeah. And I looked at the guy and said, listen, I'm, I'm way older than you. I got to say, a, a girl with baby possums in, in her first <laughs> red flag. That, that's a huge red flag. And then I believe Dusty goes, yeah, then you got to decide if you're going back to her place or yours. And both of those scenarios are horrible. <laughs> you're, you're letting her know where you live or you're going to her crazy house. Yeah. Maybe possums in a purse. Pa, 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 pa. Like it was all, I believe, wow. it, I believe that was Dusty. He's mad love he, hey he boys, won't. please don't get mad at me. I got to run, man. Okay. Both you guys are the Good best. Office. I'm, this was fun, man. I'm glad we got to do it. Yeah. Again. No worries, buddy. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, boys. Have a good night. Thanks for having Peace me on. Okay, right. All, right. All, right. All right, John. Um, that was crazy. I never heard that story about the possums in the fanny pack. Is that? And you were with Dusty, of all people. Yeah, I believe me and him drove. And then for the whole rest of the ride um, to wherever we we're going, because it's kind of, you know, a couple hours, we were just like, what the? I, I feel like... That needs to be told on stage, either by, either by you or Dusty. The MC was so young, just that perfect age of, you know, 21, where a girl could have baby possums on her, and you're still like, 
Yeah, but is there a chance I hook up? Well, it is. You know, is there a chance? It's still Nashville. Um, I'm trying to. uh, It's not as crazy. I mean, it's a crazy story. And, and but she said the girl was not a crackhead. She was good looking. She just happened to have a fanny pack. She I, no, not a crack. It was not maybe, a crackhead. Just a good looking girl with a fanny pack, and she probably found some possums. And she's probably like a Nashville sort of alternative hippie type who just wanted to. She just found these possums and didn't know what to do, and was on her way to a bar. So maybe there's there's the funniest thing was we were standing where he was. It's not it, it's not the most comfortable place. For you be standing, you kind of think maybe something could happen. You could lose a wallet or something. But the fact that she came out of the shadows, and was like, <laughs> you guys want to see something, and none of us jumped. Like if it was three <laughs> women sitting there, and a dude came out of a corner and is like, you guys want to see something, right? Like, yeah, that's really been shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got another guest, John. All right. What you got? Let me play the. Hold on. John, this is a uh, guess of yours. Oh, is this Shane Flint? Yes. Hello, him. Mr. Shane Flint. Can you hear us? Can't hear you guys. He cannot hear us. You can see us. Can you hear us? Can you see us? Try hitting some buttons. I can see him and I can hear him, but he cannot hear or see us. There should be. Um, now we're doing tech. I don't know how to tell him. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. muted. Um, and we can hear you. Um, headphones, maybe, Shane? Is uh, your vo- now volume up? Maybe turn your volume up. Because we can hear you. Check, 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 check. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Yeah, well. I'm not getting. Well, I'm here's how. My iPhone real quick. So what we were going to do, John, is Shane hit me up. Um, I talked about Zoom crashing. Um, where people have their own Zoom meetings, you know, for work, whatever, and they're boring. And sometimes they will hire comedians, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about a prank phone call. You've got to think of it like that, to where these people are having a professional corporate Zoom meeting, and out of nowhere, me, you, Reno, whoever, pops up, and we're in some weird predicament situations maybe we're naked maybe we have a weird gimp mask i mean there's all kinds of things we could do as a prank um and that's the idea of zoom crashers not us performing stand-up and shane said he was interested in that and i thought it would be interesting to have him on and talk about it but he couldn't get his uh he's got i i see on the feed he's got um he's trying to set up why he's doing that john yeah. Why, why, Shane? We'll be right, right back at you, Shane, after I hit this button and tell John a story. Hey, we are the Zimmers, Joel and Ruth. We've- now it's time for Heffron and Reed. Subject change. Hey, everyone. John and John have rambled enough. How about a Heffron and Reed subject change? Hi everyone, it's Jeremy. I love this podcast, but the conversation is just all over the place. It's time for a Heffron and Reap subject change. 
<laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Um, so, uh, sorry. Just why Shane's getting ready. Shane, we'll come right back to you. I wanted to read you this, John. Um, favorite smells in the survey. Favorite smells are freshly break, baked bread. Mm-hmm. Horrible at uh, doing audiobooks. That's why I never, the book I wrote, that's why I never did it. Because my reading out loud skills suck. Um, after oh, the yeah. top three were like uh, flowers, fresh ground coffee, fresh air. Uh, after rain, vanilla chocolate, and cooked bacon. Um, and this thing says, what's your favorite smell? You know, I've been working with um, candles. I had the greatest 80s candle that I just couldn't figure out how to mass produce. Uh, I figured out the, I'm just going to say it and people are going to rip me off. But I, I've had people smell it and it smells like an 80s cologne. And I wanted to do these candles called My 80s Boyfriend. And it smells like Dracar. And I had somebody smell it without telling them what it was. And they said, it smells like Dracar nor nor. I, I, have all, I don't, I, I could make 20 of them, mm-hmm. but the time it would take me to make them would be not so. I'll sell jars of uh, uh, my 80s boyfriend candles for $200 a piece. So anyway, so you're a friend of yours. I don't know who he is. You're, oh, he's uh, the intern for the Country Ish podcast. Can we, um, should we get him on or should we talk to Shane? His name is Isaiah. We'll call him Intern Isaiah. He's uh, he's uh, 19, 19 years old. Okay, um, so, so real quick to, to add pace to this, should we go back to Shane and then talk to Isaiah? Or should, do you want to just finish this thought and then we'll have to come to Shane? Because I think I feel like since you're running the show, you make that decision. Um, your call. I, I, I'm worried that Shane's mic's not going to be working. No, it'll, uh, he's going to give me a thumbs up, Shane. If you think you might, if you can hear us, you can hear us, John. Okay, well, let's go okay. for it. Back to Shane, everybody. Can you hear us, Shane? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Perfect. Oh, perfect. All right. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. All right. So you guys were talking about what? And fill me in. Yes, uh, on the Country Ish podcast and other places, I've talked about Zoom crashing. Um, and Shane expressed interest in the idea of Zoom crashing, so I thought I would have him on our podcast to give us details. And Shane, just so you're clear, it's not me or John doing stand-up comedy. It's us just showing up randomly and messing with your Zoom call. Absolutely. that That's what I'm looking for. It's just something to, to break up the monotony of all the damn meetings I sit in hour after hour, day after day, and bring a little bit of comedic comedian comedian. Sure. Now, w- tell us a little bit about the company and what what goes on there. So, um, we're a major defense contractor. Uh, the the manager for this division of it, and um, l- what we call it is we're cyber engineers, and we we do we do vulnerability exploitation. What you guys would literally talk about is hacking, but we're legally do that kind of stuff. So um, I have a different type of. Except for you guys don't specialize in sound though, right? <laughs> sound hacking. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, so you do uh, hacking. Okay. Yeah, to, to a certain extent. Um, and we provide capabilities for the U.S. government and other folks. Um, so, can, Shan, I mean, to interrupt, but that, that's kind of what I do. I sat next to a guy on a flight. That, I don't even know how long ago. Um, and prior to this pandemic, I was always doomsday guy. I, I have like four go bags. I got one in my Jeep, one in my house, one if I'm in a 
I'm going to, you know, hunker in or if I'm going to bug out, you know, there's a whole, there's a science, you know, for all that. All my, you know, I'm in Michigan where there's all these Cabela gift card militias is what I call them. Go to Cabela's, they get some, some things and now they want to, they want to go to Chile. So they want to arrest the, the governor. So there's those guys that buy a bunch of ammo and guns. And I'm always thinking that's great. But if you have to leave your house, you don't have a way to transport. There's a bunch of things you didn't think about. So I had a great conversation with a guy who maybe does, maybe not exactly what, what you do. Sure. And uh, he was, he was the nicest guy, super drunk. He might've worked for the air force, but wasn't in the air force as a a contractor. He goes, none of it's worth, worth your time. And I'm like, what? He goes, get a bottle of vodka fill your fill your gun with six bullets and the last one is for yourself because that's it's literally that that's a much fighting power you have and i'm like no i'm gonna and he said now john reap i'm taking this in a crazy direction but i want to ask shane this he goes we're doomed no matter what he goes it, it's not going to be a bomb that ever gets us it's not going to be a bunch of people landing on the shores it's going to be one hacker that hacks into and he said some dam in Denver. He goes, there's, am I wrong? Like he says, there's a, a dam. I don't know what, what a thing that controls obviously dams. And this is where I sound dumb, but he's like, all that has to do is be hacked in and stuff turned off that shouldn't be turned off or turned on. And then the water flow is completely jacked and you can flood most of wherever this place is that would hit like four or five States. Right. Would wipe out the grid. He goes, that's one hacker into that one system. And the pretty much we're all hosts. So I'm like, Meh. is that kind of true? I know we're getting on cybersecurity, but is it, it's, I know it's not easy. So first, John, let me tell you, I spent 27 years in the air force. I'm retired. And I probably know that person probably personally. <laughs> they know that level of detail. And yes, um, it's probably true. Um, there's some truth to that, but, I was also drunk and I, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like where, uh, we ever up in, in Alaska, I had my, my stepdaughter was stationed up at Cannon. Uh, also, uh, Clovis in New Mexico Been there. and Cannon, now she's overseas, but yeah. Awesome. Um, but so, okay. So that guy, was he just being drunk, scary? Like he's the gatekeeper or is that kind of. There's some legitimacy to that, that, that statement. Yes. Uh, okay. But let's talk, talk about fun stuff like zoom bombing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, John. We might as well do it. We're all going to get flooded anyway. So, yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to back up a little bit. That's very interesting and intriguing, and now I'm scared to death. I thought it was going to be COVID, and now it's, it's going to be a dam. Um, also, uh, if he is in the business of cyber hacking, do we really want to mess with them in a Zoom call? No. It, no, look, look, John. John, John, seriously, what if – yeah, we take funny, and then those pictures that we, you know, shared with people that we didn't want anyone to see, but maybe ourselves to see if our the pills are taking or helping. Yeah, with the- what if this this could this could back this could backfire horribly? Suddenly, Shane's doing that, and yeah. yeah well, yeah. first I'll tell you, they're very professional people. Ever. Okay, 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 okay. But the second now. Could you get a, a, a funny meme made, you know, made in the, put on the web? Sure. With our driver. All, all they need is my driver's license picture. Literally. Nobody sees that. And it's the worst picture I've ever taken. So yeah. they're probably listening to us right now. Yeah. There's no way that they don't see this coming. Yeah. So, look, John, the reason I'm, I'm on here is I know they're not listening. These guys are very young. 
Um, they're not interested in the same things we are. We're all, all around the same age, but I, I thought it would be a good idea to break up the monotony and uh, just throw some fun into uh, a day where I can not talk about the craziness of work and, and kind of break it up for those guys. So are you saying, I, I, uh, so you're saying that, so we would be on the zoom, so we would get the, the links or whatever, yep. whatever platform, uh, you use, sure. um, AOL chat room. If you're my age, I just, uh, so we would have the links and then we would just be, John, we could be the like new hire. Well, that's what I wanted to ask Shane. If he had a certain idea in mind, or does he want us to come up with something? So I, I actually, when you guys were talking a couple of podcasts ago about certified pins, you remember that? Yes. Which we should have done. Yeah. <laughs> the unclicking the pin business. That's that. <laughs> hey, you know, we, you know, I'm here to get you to get your pin. Yeah. I think that might, that could be uh, an, an angle in for sure. But um, if you have got a better idea, I mean, go for it. I mean, your guys are the professionals in the entertainment business. Well, what me and John can think about it. We could we could be like new hires, people you just hired, and we just ask literally the dumbest <laughs> question. You know, like oh, that's um, good. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I could be the guy who doesn't know how to log on, and you just keep explaining. No, go to your system file, click on <laughs> what was your password. I'm like, I don't know. Oh yeah, John, that's great. We could pretend that we don't know that the camera's on or that we are. Our mic's not working, and we're trying to figure out how to log into the meeting, and we're having all kinds of random conversations with people in the room. Um, you know, like, John, you could get in a fight with your mom. Right. Me and my mom could fight. Yelling, and you could be like, shut up, mom. I'm trying to do a Zoom call with all my work friends. And then you just come right back like, yeah, that could be one. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, I could just be I, – I could just do the wrong one. Like, I'm like, what, this isn't the Al-Anon meeting? Like, I clicked on the wrong. I could do that. Um, How about, Shane, is, without getting too crazy, I mean, is there a line that we can't cross? Like, our buddy Reno Collier, um, he mentioned that he would like to possibly dress up as a gimp and uh, act like he's trying to zoom into the Swingers Association. Like, it's a, like a, it, it can be dirty and sexual if you want it to be. You know, yeah. I don't know what the line is. Yeah, I, I just because we're a company, I just say that's yeah, sh Shane, say no, John. I, I think you always err on yeah. the on the right vanilla. There's a way to do it vanilla where nobody gets in trouble. Yeah. Um, now, and here's the thing too: we've offered in this Zoom crashing, we're not going to out you, Shane. We're not going to say, "Aha, uh -huh, everybody clap for Shane. This was his idea." We're never going to mention your name if you don't want us to, or if you do want us to, we could do that too. Yeah. Well, we, whatever idea you come at, come up with, we can talk about it and we can go from there. But you have uh, wait, before we let, do you have? I don't even know how to ask what you do for a living. So, are there higher ups than than you guys? Oh yeah. What would that title be? Without like, what would be somebody who is overseeing you as a group? So my the direct. So I run the engineering division for East the East Coast, and I have a director that I report to. He's kind of like my – he is my boss, but the vice president sits in my office, um, and uh, she, she, she's a hoot, to be okay. honest. So she's a hoot. But could me and John – I don't know. Again, this is where with, I do a lot of corporate events. John, I've been – Reap, I've been doing so many of these where it's not pranky. Where I get on and they just we just kind of joke around and they ask questions. They're kind of fun. Yeah. But what if we Tommy boy it? I don't know what the age of your boss is. 
and we're like her stepkids. Or like we're, <laughs> you know, or or we're interning and we right. just, we could do that. It's it's easy to play dumb. Yeah. I you know, I do hire a lot of interns that come in and out. So that might be a good possible angle, like a new hired intern. Um that's it, funny. Yeah, it, it, that could that could work definitely. What um, when you do these Zoom calls? Are people um, they're uh, are they, they're uh, their own homes most likely? Are they do they have to dress up? Are they wearing pajamas? What is, yeah. it could be. What you see, what I'm wearing right now is what I wear to work every day. We uh, we don't go very laxed. Um, okay. You hear part of the Google culture. That's what we are. Gotcha. What what part of the country are you in right now? So we're in Virginia. My office is in Arlington. I live about 50 miles south. Um, so we call it the Nova office, the Northern Virginia office, which includes Pennsylvania and some outlying areas. Okay. Uh, John, you know me? Question. Uh, Shane, you've, uh, John Reap, have you ever been to the Pentagon? No, I, I don't, I don't think so. I've been to Washington DC when I was like 17. That was, uh, I mean, I did the whole tour of the, the uh, capital and stuff, but uh, no, I don't think I've been to the Pentagon. I was uh, there for, uh, I had a friend that, that worked there and he worked for the air force and they did some, they were like product tested. I don't know what they did. They designed new boots for, for pilots to wear. And it was like that type of stuff. So, but he gave me a Mac uh, daddy tour of the Pentagon. It was maybe the coolest place. It was, First, when you go in, that you know you got to give you all your ID, and then there's kind of like this lunchroom waiting room. And while I was there, two guys in suits came with earpieces. One guy grabs my arm and goes, "Can you come with us for a second, please?" And we went into a room, and he sits me down. He goes, "Were you on a flight on uh, literally whatever the Thursday was?" And I was. I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Do you know?" And and he said like uh, one person that I would know. And I'm like, yeah. And then they left me in this room for five or 10 minutes. And then three guys came in and were like, yeah, you're in a lot of trouble. And dude, my heart, like anyone shady you've ever thought about who you're friends with, were like, this is a thing. And then my my buddy comes and goes, hey, what's up? Have room to fuck with you. Come on, let's let's show you the thing. But my heart was, I, w- I was crapping myself. But then we just walked around the, the, the Pentagon and you saw, it was so cool. And the one, um, what's this? Not CSI, uh, Air Force OSI. What? What? There's a TV show where the girl's a computer hacker, and then the uh, it's all Navy stuff, like crimes committed. NCIS, Armin, NCIS, right? He he goes. Do you ever see? You ever watch that TV show? And I go, yeah. He goes, you want to see what the the office looks like? Right? You see the TV show? You walk in, you see seven billion. TVs and, and people like moving screens with just their hands and, <laughs> you know, geeky people on their computer with all this glowing lights. He goes, you want to see what that, the, whatever we just said it was, want to see what their office looks like? Peek in that door. And I was afraid to peek in. I'm like, I'm barging in. He goes, literally peek in that door. Door wasn't even closed. I looked at it. It was the shittiest cubicle, like the crappiest computer with, like literally pet computers, that brand pet that you had in junior high that you went to your, your computer lab on. He goes, that's what it is. 
He goes, that's what, what their research. And it was the crappiest. Like, wow. Oh, that's so underwhelming. I see the so, bad cave now, now that I know what this really looks like. Yeah. So wow. John, funny about that is my wife. She's still active duty. She's the command chief of the air force version of NCIS. And uh, it's funny to hear that she works in this. They work in the same building in the same, just a floor apart from each other. And it's just, it's, uh, you're right. It's not what the TV shows make it out to be, but they do have a really important job and do great, great things to secure the nation. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, well, to say the least. Uh, yeah, John, John, I'm security stuff in there. For you. I'm having second thoughts about hacking. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm afraid to say the word hacking, uh, crashing a, a company that hacks. I mean, I, I'm, my brain, like I'm so nervous that this could backfire, but but Shane, John, uh, we could do it. And if they hack, I'm going to ask them, "Hey, can you find out my MySpace password? Because I haven't been able to log into oh, that." Seems like it's not your Facebook page. Yeah, I have questions for them. Maybe they can help me re-log into apps. I don't have the. No. Yeah. So let me dispel this. We don't do the hacking. We develop tools for folks that actually do it because hacking is illegal unless you are a government. Yeah, there you go. Government or, you know, different entities within the United States government. That's what we do. We don't actually physically do that. We develop um, tools and do the research to help those folks actually do that. I have one other follow-up question. Um, now, we were going to do this for free, which is fine. Still going to do that. I'm still nervous about it. But I feel like since you're in this business, like what would help me and John is if if you know someone who could hack uh, into the database of um, let's just say um, Joe Rogan's email list, <laughs> so, that, so that we could send out a mass email. Oh, also check out Hefford and Reap. I'm a big fan of theirs, you know, and it's coming from Joe Rogan. Yeah. How do we do that? They'll respect the hacking because then we'll have to talk an hour about hacking, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would use that for evil, I, I think, like, like hacking. I've seen how to, there's been courses, and I think they're legit. I, I think they're kind of, if you want to become a private investigator, maybe they're not legit. I've seen, no, I've seen ads on Facebook about how to become, how to, it, maybe it's for the police, like how to do internet hacking for good nah, cool. I don't know. it seems interesting yeah um, there's certified ethical hacking and that's for defensive purposes to be secure i'm a certified ethical hacker but trust me there's no course out there that you can take that that would allow you to be successful at what the professionals do uh i wow. did i'm the one who did the streamline thing and it took me in in an <laughs> hour and a half to figure out how to go live on five pages i don't know that's why i don't understand on tv when they're like we need to get into the mainframe to shut out the power blah 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 and then the person goes with my typing skills and how i type i would that would be the worst job i think i could possibly have yeah one fat finger in the 747 yeah well, let's, we and John will talk about this, Shane. It sounds fun, and we'll keep it clean and friendly. And I will do a thing. A lot of people are asking if they can see it. That's probably a private thing, um, but we'll tell you how it goes. Yeah, or we can record it and see how that. In and- minute, yeah, we'll try to. Dude, I have a website that it's. Uh, I forgot the name of it, John Reap. It's uh, a browser you go to where 
you just type anything you type on the keyboard. It's that green, you know, old school computer and it writes code for you. So you can be, you can just be typing gibberish and it'll do all the, the coding code. It's what TV shows and movies use. So the actor doesn't literally know how to type that fast. So it just, you just, you just smash your computer and it just looks like you're writing code. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So if you're single and on a plane, you could just be like clickety click. And if a woman's next to you, she's like, what are you doing? You're like, I just, I just work for the government. We do hacking stuff. There's really, there's a dam in Colorado you have to worry about, but no, no big deal. Anyway. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, thank you, Shane, for joining us. I got your email. I got your phone number yep. and I'm, and I know you have all my information already. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just sure you'll be in touch. I feel like he could hack us anytime he wanted to. He yeah. could just crash our stuff. Yeah. There's a drone right above you right now. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. All right. All right, Shane. We'll we can take about yeah. Wow, John. I, I, I'm, Shane's a nice guy, but I don't know about this one. It's scary. It'd be. I'm not a good character actor like that. I know 700 guys that would be really. I would break. I I just get too nervous. Well, see, the idea from that I wanted to do was mess with them, but they're going to be 20 year old computer guys that really just go. What was your name? And the, you know. That's scary. Yeah. I know. A bear with a stick. I know. Wait, um, are we wrapping this one up? Uh, do you want to? It's, it's eighteen. I have, uh, I guess we can talk. Now I got some, I got a bunch of other stuff. We'll, we'll save it. Okay. We Let's save it. I'm, I don't know what happened. I'm just getting hot all of a sudden. I think this, this computer hacking made me, uh, look at my neck. Kitten? I know I'm a red neck, but I feel like I've got red. Do I look yeah. red? When you talk to a guy like Shane, Though, and you hear like what he does for a living don't you ever just go i wish i had a skill i've been yeah, thinking about that and maybe the next podcast um we'll talk about that but since we haven't been able to perform for five or six months or not perform consistently i start thinking what would you do if everything stayed shut down for another year right like yeah. we've all gone through our 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 uh, retirement cash so we're yeah. now but i have no other like can you relearn? Uh, I wonder. My bring. Can you relearn a new profession at at our age? You're younger than me, but I'm I'm fifty. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, can I be a a FBI profiler at fifty, or is the learning is there too much of a learning curve for me at, at, at this? I'm gonna go back to Shane. That's a scary scary Shane, age. Yep, yeah, I'm here. So you heard our conversation. How I don't know how old you are, Shane. I'm I'm 49. So 40. So again, the a lot of people that I know or sat next, um, you know, had professions and actually then went into the service after they were almost retirement age of whatever. There's this a, a woman who was like a a data person, and she was probably in her 60s. And I was talking to her on a flight once, and she was in the Air Force. In my in my brain, I'm like. Wow, you're like just you know older to be in an air force from what I'm used to. And she went, no, she went in as a civilian because she has a she has a, a certain set of skills. Right. So at let's say at fifty, if somebody wanted to to serve their country at fifty, with no now the only reason why I John Reap and I know you're sweating and you want to go, I was going to join. I was all ready to join the air force. The recruiter shows up at my high school. I'm turning a corner. 
The recruiter asked Ruben Mkhitaryan, our heavyweight wrestler. I wrestled. He goes, do you know who John Heffron is? And Ruben laughed and said, that guy is so little because I wrestled 105 pounds. The Air Force recruiter turned and left. I saw him walk back down the hall and left to school. And then I went, um, I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm not in the Air Force. And that's why, but I was all literally, I was going to be like, I'm going to be in the TV department or, or PR, like, cause I have no skill or, you know, so at, at uh, 50 Shane is, is there, um, is there a way for people to do that? Yes, absolutely. So you can go in as a civil servant in any of the military services. You can join as we call it a GS, GS employee, which is government service employee. And you're not uh, bound by the military rules, but you're serving your country as a military civilian. Um, and you don't have to, you don't, a lot of times you don't deploy, um, but you do the important work at, you know, that's being, that's needed to get done. So yeah, you can serve, you can serve. Wait, so it's called G it's called what? A general service GS employee. Yes. But John, was your question, can you get paid for this or is this like a volunteer thing? Paid. It's you get paid. Yeah, but it's it's military. You not believe I have friends that were fighter pilots in the Air Force and you found out what they made a year and you're like, What? What? Like it's you know I don't know if that's good or bad. Is it a good what or a bad what? Well, so uh, it's a bad what when you're in active duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's- yeah. So the benefit for like a guy like me that spent 27 years and then retired, when I got out, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna butter it up anyway. I get paid now mm-hmm. for my skills and my my experience. But as a GS employee, it's a pretty good pay grade. So like a, a mid level GS 12, GS 13 is around a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's great. Uh, John, I know you want to go. Shane, what, uh, what's the army base in Oklahoma City? Or not Army, Air Force. Uh, Tinker Air Force Base. Yeah, Tinker, right? And that's where they do like the, the spy planes. Like, are you familiar with, with that? Very, very yeah. I Can I, John, I know you want to leave. But hey, just off. keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay, you're, okay, you're gone. So I don't know how to make, how, to, how do I make Shane closer? Shane, so I just want to tell you this random story because I think it's a funny story. But I don't know how to get us back to here. No worries. So... Um, my stepdaughter at the time, I'm now divorced, but so, but at the time she's my stepdaughter, right? So she was stationed in, in, uh, Clovis, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, that place. Wow. Yeah. Cannon Air Force Base been there. Cannon. Right. And then, so at the time, uh, her, uh, she was seeing somebody who was in Oklahoma where you just said, mm-hmm. so I gave her my Jeep, right? So I gave her my, my, uh, Laredo and she was driving it back and forth and it worked perfect. And then she uh, leaves it in Oklahoma city uh, and then goes and gets stationed in Alaska. Okay. So now my Jeep is randomly parked at that air force base. Right. I have no idea where it's at. I just know the Jeep's there. Uh, Two years later, right. Things go on. Two years later, I get a call from the air force uh saying is this your jeep you know is the thing and i'm like yeah they go yeah we're we're towing it it's 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 being taken we're we're letting you know it's being taken off the air force base and i'm like well where is it being taken to and they go it's a, a towing place so they took it to um whatever that that's called 
those people called me and go, yeah, it's 75 bucks a day. Your Jeep's going to be here until you come and get it or until you come and get it. And I go, uh, you guys can have it. Give it to the Air Force. Let them drone it. Let them right. You guys can blow. They can blow up some stuff. Yeah. Uh, they go, well, you need the title in the state of California wouldn't give me the title because I needed a smog check on the Jeep that was now on an Air Force base that I couldn't get back to California to get a smog test. And that's the only way they would release uh, the the Jeep to me. Um, and so two months went by at 75 bucks a day. Um, and they're like, well, now you owe us this much money. And then I'm like, I need, can you guys just set it on fire? Seriously, set it on fire. And then I, uh, to this day, I don't know what happened to my Jeep. I, so if you know anyone in that area in the Air Force, I might have an address if they want to go. You can firebomb a, a Jeep for me. I would appreciate it. So No, lots of people in that area, but I, I, I firebomb the Jeep for you. But All right. But that's, it's still, I still don't know. That Jeep is now four. I've, I haven't, I haven't heard about what happened to it, but I just thought that was, she got like deployed and she went to Alaska and they just left it there. I guess a lot of cars are parked at bases for a long time. Yeah, they are. And, you know, so anyway. What did she went to go to in Alaska? Do you know? Uh, right by, uh, just if you say the name, the uh, by Anchorage. Where? Anchorage. Fair, uh, uh, Elmendorf Air Force Base. Elmendorf, yeah. So uh, what's funny is, if you can see that. Oh, man. I am not a Virginia resident. You're Alaska. I'm in Alaska. Oh. Here's a little thing, John Reap. Did you know? I've been to Alaska, performed in Fairbanks. I've been performed at the North Pole. I performed at the Air Force Base there. Yeah, so, that's probably yeah. At Allison Air Force Base, right next to North Pole, Alaska. And wow. thing, uh, John Reap, if you don't know, Bob Ross, the painter, mm-hmm. you know, Bob Ross, we're going to do a little, oh, yeah. we'll oh, put yeah. little trees on the corner. And I'm going to put a little uh, Air Force guy. And that's where he got all the um, the ideas to, to paint all the mountains and the trees. And look behind Shane Flint right now. Look. See, it must be something about Alaska. <laughs> exactly. That's beautiful. Glacier Start State National Forest in Montana. Is that a, a painting or is that a picture? It's a paint. It's a. It's actually a, a photograph. Is it a Peter Link? Lick? No. Okay. And in Salvador Dali, um, how many painters do you think you could go, John? If we did this, well, I was actually referring to because of the. See how this is such a good painting. I thought it was a photograph. The uh, cloud where the sun is setting on to the right, the other side, Shane. The uh, see how bright the colors are, are on that side. It actually. It's it's actually a really good painting. So I want to know who that is and where you got that because it's awesome. I got it at a believe it or not, it was at a at a flea market. I picked it up because I knew the background. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Shane. Well, I'm gonna look in this. This I'm gonna think. I'm I'm, I'm midlife crisis. I'm fifty. I think I should do something right with my life. Right, I'll file hey, first. I'll throw out trash. I can give you a referral. All right. Yeah. Look at that. All right, Shane. We'll talk to you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. I'm hitting him. See, this is why I can be a hacker. All right, John. All right. That was a fun show. I like that guy. Super cool dude, man. Um, He's called into the country-ish podcast before. I've talked to him on the phone. Cool, because he's just like guys who are, and, and people who are just good at their jobs, especially like that, just 
I'm always impressed. They talk good. Like I mumble and I, I stammer. Right. And I'm all over the place. And I, I talk for a living and I'm literally one of the worst people to, to, to be doing it. He's very, <laughs> he's, um, I, I feel the same way about me sometimes, John. So don't worry about that. I do the same thing. Um, but, but yeah, you're right. He's well-spoken. He, he uses his, like it, he pronounces every word. Correct. I, I don't know. I, is it a military thing? I just, I think like, I don't, we, I don't know anything about chain. If he has kids, I, I don't, but let's just assume he has a, a 17, 16 year old that wants to stay out till 1230 opposed to 12. I think if, if Shane sits him down and tells him that he'll be home at, at 11, the, the kid's home at 11. Oh or, yeah. 1059. Out of respect, not feed. how he words it. Like, like how he, he would word it would seem very mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, I bet, I better be home. This guy. Well, shout out Shane Flint. We're going to work on something for him now. We have to, now that we've talked to him and we went that long. All right, John. Do you want to say, everybody go to uh, johnreap.com. I didn't put up any of our banners, John. I'm sorry. I forgot to do it. Um, All right, man. I'm surprised we, we did it this long. This good. This is well done. Considering we don't have a producer tonight. If you go to heffernandreap.com, that's H-E-F-F-R-O-N. And reap.com. You can listen to old episodes. You can hear, you can see old episodes. You can check out the current ones. You can become a supporter. And um, we are listener supported. So every little bit helps. Uh, we're uh, slowly getting there. So thanks to guys like you, heffernandreap.com. Check it out. Uh, by the way, you know that thing we do at the end where he plays the music and then we freeze? I don't know how to do that. So no, I know. We're, we're, we're stalling on how to end it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to uh, – well, I'll play this, and then I'll, I'll say it. So everybody, I hope you will stay safe, wear masks, um, you know. And me and John are probably still here. So just keep smiling, John. I'm going to try to find this one. This is why we'd be horrible hackers. Okay. Yeah. We don't even know how to turn off. Oh, what do you do? I, I mean, we, we could never, just both end it. We never went into your oh, oh, next, next We didn't week. go to my room. And we, have we, a lot. we have a lot. It's going to be good. We okay. didn't go to my room and we didn't go to uh, intern Isaiah either. Are you gonna, how do you hang up? You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Bert. I'm just going to walk away. I just shut my laptop. Okay. I think I found the button. Peace. Still. Okay. Here we Still go. Here. Oh, okay. See you, everybody. Take care. This time I really mean it. How do we have more people watching <laughs> at the end than we did when we were doing the show? Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what,